Masters closing out two days of awesomeness here at the Flacos second annual ACO gathering, Florida Association of ACOs. And I'm sitting with the master curator, shall we say, diva of the Flacos group, Nicole Bradbury. Hi, Nicole. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well, and you're still uh, upright. Well, barely, barely. It's, it's, it's a little bit of fake. <laughs> my, I think I have uh, blisters on my feet. My, uh, my body's worn out, but it was all good. It was amazing. It was amazing two days. I was so excited how it turned out. Awesome. It's been a great conference. Thanks for inviting me. So let's talk a little bit about you, and then let's talk a little bit about Flacos. Okay. Tell us a little bit about Nicole Bradbury. Who's Nicole Bradbury? So I have been in this value-based space, I think, since 2004. Started with United Healthcare when they, you know, first recognized that healthcare was getting too expensive, and we put together programs 2004 through 2009 that, that really were, you know, the innovation that kind of spurred what's happening you know, prior to ACA put, coming out with legislation, learned what it took to bring down costs in this country, and then took that in 2009 and did a first start at Rice House, which was a PCMH enablement company, translated that to Orange House, which became an ACO enablement company in 2013, and saw that, you know, as this space was exploding, that people were getting into it, providers, uh, especially independent providers, and it was the wild, wild west. And so it, there was a need for an association like Florida Association of ACOs to kind of bring everybody together in this new space to say, you know, let's collaborate, let's innovate, let's partner, let's become friends, and let's fun, throw a fun party once a year. <laughs> and of course, the Affordable Care Act passed in 2010, and then in 2011, the, the rule on ACOs came out. So when did Flacos form? It formed, I think, right at the beginning of 2013, so a little after ACA really became final, but certainly at the very, very beginning of, of what's now happening, you know, in healthcare. So why is the attraction, and why was there so much attraction uh, to get the Florida version of Accountable Care Association off the ground? Well, you know, honestly, I went to the national, the very first national association up in uh, Washington, and I thought, wow, this would, you know, thought it was a great forum, great idea, and then, you know, we really need this in Florida. Florida's its own unique market. It's a big market. It was a leader market, I thought. And so, you know, it's hard for everybody to go fly up to um, Washington, D.C., and so, you know, we need something local, and, and there was, you know, people that were doing things here in Florida that I talked to and said, you know, why don't we come together and form something, and it was so well received, I knew there was a need. And then I think, you know, so far, we are the largest state version of, of something like this. And I, and I think, you know, the obvious response has, has you know, uh, showed that the need was there. Well, as the second annual conference, you had excellent keynotes. You had excellent panels, lots of talent in the room, basically a full room, and a lot of excitement. So what is the secret here for making this uh, so appealing to your members? Well, you know, I, I was pleasantly surprised. You know, the first conference, I think, was very successful. This one, I think, was even more successful. I think there was a vibe here. There was, you know, I opened the conference up with saying, you know, as I look out in the room, I see innovators and disruptors and entrepreneurs, and it's true. I mean, you had not only people that were forming ACOs, but you had people that were forming entrepreneurial companies around to support ACOs, and you bring really smart, you know, innovative people together and you get a vibe and a, and a feel and a fun environment that I think everybody felt these last two days. 
Yeah, I might add it was a rather packed exhibitor room, so there was quite a bit of interest. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the sponsors were as engaged as the members, as were the speakers, and I think everybody learned and appreciated kind of being put together, and, and, and I think that was what you know was so exciting about it. So, uh, Renee Lehrer, the president uh, of Florida Blue and Guidewell, which was a new name for me, surprisingly so, um, said that... Um, these things, and he was referring to ACOs and patient-centered medical homes and value-based plays, they're not the end game, they're way stations. Would you agree with that? I do. I, you know, I, I almost think we should rebrand Flacos into um, something that's more value-based healthcare because I think ACOs were certainly an instrumental model that is, start, that is pushing the change in healthcare, but it's one model, it's going to continue to evolve, and it's really the people that are doing these models are the ones that are at the forefront and they're going to continue to pivot and change and grasp new models and bring new innovations into their you know uh, groups of doctors they've organized and so you know ACOs are just the beginning. So as someone with health plan DNA, United, health system DNA, consulting DNA and now obviously membership ACO DNA, where do you see this thing going? Well, I think, you know, shared savings is, is in the middle of that continuum to what, where I think healthcare is going, which is providers learning how to manage risk. And, you know, there's, but I still think there's a partnership there with payers, and I think Renee Lear touched on it in his speech, which is that it's, it's the magic of learning how to separate medical cost management from insurance risk. And I think there's still going to be a role for payers. It's going to be much less intrusive than the role they play today. Providers are going to take much more of a lead role in really managing that medical cost and putting things in the front of their doctors. Um, I think hospitals are going to play by moving more to those models. You know, they're going to be more focused on dollar one within their clinically integrated networks versus just a referral system. And all of that together is going to create partnerships that exist today, but they're kind of adversarial, they have lots of friction, to really collaborative partners between payers, hospitals, and providers. But I think the providers are going to be the lead, and you know, the providers themselves, independents, are going to be the lead to be the entrepreneurs who probably might even own their own health plans, partnering with the other two entities. Is there any other direction here other than clinical integration and financial integration? Well, I mean, I think, you know, how all that comes to place, I think there's certainly lots of innovation. You've got telehealth, you've got primary care going retail, you've got, you know, just, you know, uh, mobile and um, mobile devices that allow people to stay home longer and, and, and more independently. You've got all of that that just supports what's happening in value-based. It's just more consumerism, more consumer focus. You're going to have um, consumers buying their own insurance, and so that changes so even as you know the hospitals, the providers, and the payers start to partner, what they do is going to, you know, is going to be dictated differently based on consumers are now buying healthcare versus employers buying healthcare. So that that is going to have a whole bunch of consumerism and new products that come out to get the consumers engaged. So I think that's the other piece of it. Well, I think that's the other thing is that primary care is going to change. You know, that it's not just, you know, medical doctors have controlled primary care. I think you've got the retail stores coming in that's going to expand primary care. I think nurses and other extenders are going to have more of a lead role because you're going to have to because there's not enough medical doctors. And so I think what primary care looks like today versus what it looks like tomorrow, I think that's going to change as well. Right, I totally agree. That, that, that's the important read about what's important from a consumer and retail perspective. It's more that it, you know, put the, hey, the customer has an interest in what's going on versus, hey, let's suck them out of primary care and put them in these elite practices that don't service the general population anymore. Yeah, I think it's going to be, instead of elite, it's going to be the norm. And I, I forgot whose 
presentation it was, but someone started calling it convenience care versus urgent care and, and things like that. I think you know, the traditional systems that are outside of primary care are going to change to be more the norm. You know, people want to have access via their phones and, and uh, their, their mobile phone, you know, their applications in the web to access doctors. You know, is, is the millennium's age, are going to have, they're going to want more and more and more digital access. And so how we access care, I think, is going to change too. So again, Nicole, thanks for an often awesome conference. Thanks for inviting me. And I suppose we'll be looking forward to uh, the third annual meeting of Flaco sometime. Absolutely. I think we have so much momentum from this one that we're definitely having a third one. We just have to pick a date. It'll be September of October next year, of course. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details